Yeah. Yeah. Good afternoon, fellow cigar passionados and passionatas. Welcome to this week's episode of The Ash Holes, broadcast live from the Sereno Royale Studios. It's time to kick back and light up as we turn this Wednesday and every Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. It's always entertaining, always unscripted, and totally unfiltered. You can stream and download us on Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean. And, of course, you can catch us at our website, theashholes.net. And be sure to follow us on Twitter at The Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. Today, my friends, we are smoking something awesome. We are smoking the Atabay Brujos. 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 We are smoking the Atabay Brujos by Selected Tobacco. And we are just lighting up. It's a fantastic thing. Aaron, how I'm, have you been I'm, this last week? I've been looking forward to this smoke. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's been looking forward to this episode. Yeah, I work yep. in the exciting world of applied behavior analysis. And let's just say as things get – it's a school, and so when things get closer to a vacation, anxiety goes up for the students, and mm-hmm. so behaviors increase, and it just gets a little insane. So it's a much-needed cigar. Yeah, <laughs> much-needed cigar. But, huh? this, but this week's – Done right. I mean, when, when's the final day? Uh, Friday. If technically Monday, but Monday, I gotta survive this week. That's that's my. And goal. the kids are still in school. Yeah. Do they have okay. to come back on Monday? They come back on Monday. For you a half you day. make them come back on Monday for yes. half a day. Yeah. That's like insanely dumb. You know what? We we're gluttons for punishment. <laughs> so. Apparently so. That's crazy. Apparently so. My kids will be done on Friday, and then it's absolute mayhem after that. Yep. But uh, yeah. yeah, so so enough with that. Let's let's talk about the Atabay. You want to talk about the Atabay? Selected Atabe? tobacco. Yep. We're smoking the Atabay Brujos. Um, Brujos. I, I there's so much excitement behind this now, uh, not only now, but you know, going into leading up to the IPCPR show in Vegas, uh, Atabay is now launching five new sizes. New sizes. It wasn't enough with the four. It wasn't <laughs> enough. We if had you, to if go. If you buy the four now, we're throwing in the five. That's fantastic. So we're getting five Fair new, sh- new five sizes new- in. Uh, this blend, the story, the guy behind it, everything is so just, to me is exciting. Now? There's going to be nine. Nine, yes, available. He wow. should go to eleven in boxes. Can't go to eleven. Can't go to eleven. So do we have to wait to, to find out what those sizes are? I mean, I know yes, one off the top of my head. Yes, but <laughs> one of them you had. No, one I. Saw Dave Post. Oh, yeah. I haven't smoked that. that. Yep. Yeah. No, mm-hmm. no, no. So, yeah, mm-hmm. a couple sizes being launched. But today we're smoking the Brujos, which is the um, is more the uh, more the Robusto size. So the, the blend on the Atabays are, are interesting. Uh, yes. Undisclosed on the filler and binder, Ecuadorian wrapper. The, the wrapper sometimes gets confused uh, with a Connecticut shade wrapper, mm-hmm. um, but it is a, an Ecuadorian wrapper. Uh, this is a four and seven eighths by fifty-two, um, but a beautiful wrapper. It's, it's almost seamless. The the veins are mm. very thin. Yep. Uh, the construction. I haven't come across one where the construction isn't firm. Mm-hmm. Um, typical burn lines on this are razor sharp, and the ash is phenomenal. Um, there, there's so much complexity to this cigar. I've heard some people uh, when we sit down or they've smoked it. It can be a little mild. I don't think it, it's not mild. It's just it's not overpowering on right. the palate. Right. We're, we're so 
programmed now with some of the cigars that are out to have your palate blasted with flavors and peppers and spices and that, that you, you lose a little bit of the delicacy of the cigar and the blending mm-hmm. inside. Mm-hmm. Um, I find that the, the blending on this is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. It changes throughout. It does. And there's so much, so much character and richness. The, the retro, you're gonna, you, well, you've smoked it, but you must love the retro on this. I do. One I of the smoothest love, retros. Love the know, retro on this You can find. So, so now everybody's going to try it. We are, yeah. <laughs> so we are smoking this. It is put out by Selected mm. Tobacco. Uh, it is under the United uh, Cigar Umbrella mm-hmm. uh, under our portfolio, but put out by Nelson Alfonso, who uh, has masterfully designed uh, these jars, as well as all of the jars for the, the Cuban brands and all the packaging for the Cuban brands. In fact, when you turn over a jar or an ashtray from uh, any of the, the Cuban uh, brands, you'll see designed by Nelson Alfonso right underneath. And for those of you who don't know out there, Nelson is also the designer behind the Padron 50th Anniversary Humidor. Um, and he had something to do with the blend of that cigar, too, if I'm not on mistaken. The, on the Bejique. Or no, the, on, on, on the, the Padron. Padron. He, he, he put a hand in on that, too, which may be one of the reasons it's so fantastic. Could be. I mm-hmm. can't touch on that. That's the first. Uh, breaking news from Dan. <laughs> we might have to do a fact I, check. You, you can fact but check. Allegedly. You will find that that is true. <laughs> or... Wow! <laughs> no, I no, that's yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm inter- I would love to hear a little bit more of that. He, because I brought up Bahike because mm-hmm. he he designed and and created the the name Bahike mm-hmm. um, when he was doing his his research on the world of Habanos, which is a book put out internationally. Um, he was commissioned by Habanos SA to write this book, the history of Cuban tobacco. Right, and uh, so the story briefly on Atabay. The uh, the Taino Indians back in the 1400s would and, and prior to mm-hmm. would sit in a cohiba and sit in a circle smoking cigars as a spiritual journey and answering you know sending their prayers and when he was doing this research this is what this is what he learned the the Taino Indians would then blow this smoke to their tribal leader their their pastor right. their shaman right and he was called the Bahike right so the Bahike uh, then would take these prayers. And the only way they could be answered is if he took all this smoke and all their prayers and sent it up to their goddess, Atabe. Right. So he kept the name Atabe. He used Bahike for the, the Cohiba Bahike. And, um, and we all know what Cohiba is. Right. So. And so we're, it also kind of clearly says what he's thinking about this cigar, that this is a couple <laughs> of levels above Cohiba <laughs> and above Bahike, which he blended himself. Mm, well, the blend, the blend, uh, he was he was part of. I mean, it was almost part of like, a team. Yeah, getting getting samples in, mm-hmm. and they you know they would all sit around, and smoke them, decided you know if this was the direction they wanted to go, maybe change a few leaves, and then the final decision was uh, was put together by a group. But okay, still yeah, seems to be gotcha. some one, gotcha. one upmanship there. Yeah, <laughs> still the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like so, how do, how but, do you go but the Adabe, yeah, he saw Adabe as okay. She's the supreme, so one step up above the uh, the Bahike. Mm. So. Um, you know, as, as I said, we're smoking the, the Brujos, five, uh, f- four sizes available currently, um, adding an additional five sizes. And you know, price range, you're looking uh, between 20 and 30 plus. Yeah. So it is a premium right. cigar. Uh, wh- you know, why is now, that? Yeah. Now, a lot of time goes into making these. It's one of the reasons that they're, they're so pricey. And then another reason is it's such a limited quantity. Mm-hmm. Right. So why can you talk about that? What kind of time 
goes into making something like so this. a minimum of two to three years is put into the aging of the leaf prior to being rolled okay once the cigars are rolled atabe uh is aged for an additional five years minimum okay. five years minimum before they're five. even before they're even put out to uh retailers to sell so the tobacco is aged three years and then these cigars rolled are stored for an additional five or more five or more yeah. years, years before they're even made available Correct. to purchase. Correct. That's fair. So these they're are eight years in the making by the time you're getting them. By at the, the time. Ver- by, at the least. At, at the very least. Um, the, the, the cigars are ju- just the way that Nelson um, blended them. Mm-hmm. He felt that five years was the minimum that it needed to be aged to reach that complexity to to have the the tobaccos marrying together properly to to give the cigar the uh, complexity that it does have. In right. fact, the size that uh, Dave showed the other day mm-hmm. on Instagram and Facebook and social media um, that has been aging, but it wasn't ready. Okay. And I think when he handed it to Dave at the time, he said, "Let it sit," and I think it was another six months before before you smoke it. Hmm. But wow. he wanted to give it to him because, yeah, we don't get to see Nelson that often. Right. Works right out, sure. you know, he's, in, he's in Spain. He's in, uh, you know, out of Madrid and, uh, and Cuba. So he's, uh, he's locked up. He's busy. Yeah. Sorry, he's not physically locked up. He's just locked <laughs> up with time. His schedule. <laughs> His schedule well, locks That's him. what I thought. Yeah, locks uh, him up, Yeah, so. I did not assume he was in prison or anything. <laughs> no. Yeah. Now, the way he ages the cigars, you know, I'm told uh, – uh, he does it in such a way as to virtually expel the ammonia from the leaf so that these things just do not ever get bitter. I mean, this is a cigar I call pipe-worthy. I can put it in my pipe when it's too hot to hold, too short to hold, and I can smoke this till it's gone, Mm. and it never, ever gets bitter. Why why is that? How is he able to do that? So well, it's the it's the aging process. I mean, the the ammonias are during the fermentation. The Mm -hmm. aging process is bringing all the um, you know the the character of the cigar together. So he uses five different cedars in this room, and he's constantly rotating the the cigars. Okay. Uh, I walked into the humidor; they're all dated, age, you know, for, by age, and he's constantly rotating the cigar so that they can, uh, you know, absorb some of these these cedars. And the mm. five different cedars that he he uses some, you know, some are just for you know personal. Um, uh, he likes the, he likes the way it affects the cigar, right? Right, uh, or or family history. Mm-hmm. Um, but he he uses these um, different cedars, and what he does in the humidor, he also increases the the humidity and then decreases the humidity. Okay, and he says he does that because that allows the cigar to breathe. Okay. So it, it decreasing the humidity, the cigar kind of shrinks and then increases it so the cigar kind of breathes. So it's constantly breathing in those different different cedars. He even he goes as far as he'll take the cigars out, he'll sand the cedar to give it a fresh new layer, and then hmm. uh, puts the cigars back in. So it's, uh, it, it's really, a, I mean, it's a nurturing process. Yeah, yeah. So. Wow. But you can, yeah, sounds, I mean, that is just a lot of attention to detail being paid at every well, little bit and of the it way. And it goes to show with the, you know, with the packaging. Yeah, Everything the packaging on this is outrageous. Yeah. yeah. You know, the, the, these are, they're porcelain jars, you know, they're not, these are high end yeah. and they're not yeah. only jars, they're humidors. Right. They do have humidification on the top and porcelain is different from ceramic, which right. is just cheaper. Right. Um, right. No, absolutely beautiful. He does this with the Byron line mm-hmm. uh, as well. Um, 
it, it's just everything that he does, he puts um, he puts a hundred percent into. Yeah, yeah so, you can tell. So as a consumer, you know, I don't work in the industry at all. Uh, I hear about all the process that goes into these cigars, and you hear the price point, and you think, okay, that's a fair price for what's going into it. But as a consumer, at the same time, you're like, well, do I want to spend that for the experience? And, it, you know, when I first had one, I was like, uh, maybe. And then after I finished it, it was, this is totally worth the $25, $30, whatever you're going to pay, for, depending on the size. Uh, you know, as a consumer, that's it's it's surprising to come across something that's, you know, that matches the, the price point. Correct. Yeah, that yeah. high, uh, you know, above when you're usually smoking like a $13 cigar. Right. You're doubling yeah. that. And it's like, well, is this twice as good? Right. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, that goes across cases, the board. Yeah. I mean, that's a $5 cigar to a $100 cigar. Yeah. Is it is it worth it? Right. And there are some that are, you know, $5 cigars that I would even pay $7, $8, $10. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's really the, the experience. And, again, when you're buying something at a premium like this, you want the, the experience. But is it is it worth it? That's I think that's all individual. Mm-hmm. My personal opinion, absolutely. Yep. I sit down. I enjoy this. I I I'd spend that on a on a bottle of wine or a bottle of scotch and sure. Um, it, Pay that for a movie sometimes. Yeah. Now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, oh my god. Enjoy this a lot. <laughs> I took I took my daughter Rachel to see Wonder Woman a couple of weeks ago, and that's one of the reasons we had the actual week last week. Yep. But you know that was that was forty something bucks yep. for the two Easy. tickets, popcorn and a coke Easy. to share. Yeah. yeah. It's better than an IMAX movie. Yeah. Uh, I w- the Atabay you heard better, better than an IMAX movie better than an IMAX with popcorn <laughs> that's saying something people yeah the uh, so the Brujos we, we chose the Brujos you said that's your favorite size this is my favorite size uh, yes. so the the Atabay currently is available in the the Vinos uh, the Brujos Delirios and Ritos uh, those are the the four sizes currently mm-hmm. now the my favorite size is the Delirios Okay. A little bit, a uh, little bit larger. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, just for me, ha- I have a better experience when I'm smoking the Delirios. And the Ritos is just a whole different level. And that's the 55 ring gauge. 55. See, I read yeah. that on the back of the jar there. Not smooth. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's on the back of the. It's jar. in Spanish, mm-hmm. but I can read five five. Oh, look at that. So. You are good. Yeah, but trying to think back to. <laughs> he is an education. <laughs> he is an education. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Carry the one, two. Very yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. So um, my my favorite is the is the Delirios in the in the jar size. What do you think Delirios sets that one apart? Uh, for me, it just Personally, it, yeah. yeah. For for me, it's just uh, because it is the same blend. It's the undisclosed uh, mm-hmm. filler and binder Ecuadorian wrapper. It just ha- for me, I, I get a little more uh, creamier espresso notes. Okay. Um, it yeah. is the same blend for all three of these. For all three. Yeah. The, the Rito size uses a, a tiny bit of Peruvian Lajero. Okay. Um, just, just a small, small bit. And, uh, but other than that, these three are the same blends. Okay. So, again, just more tobacco, uh, possibly in the, in the, in the Delirios. Um, yeah. There's nothing wrong with more right tobacco, there. right? No. No. There's nothing wrong with that. Unless you talk to the FDA. <laughs> <laughs> so the first quarter i think once really for me sometimes it's the first quarter of a cigar you kind of get past and things change mm-hmm. uh on the atabay really the first eighth inch i mean it's tiny i get past that that first introduction and then things just start to start to change mm-hmm. after the first quarter for me it changes again mm-hmm. yeah but yeah this uh, is just so nice and smooth the the burn is Perfectly straight, you know, razor sharp. 
The ash is great. It's holding its shape. Um, there's this gentle spice that I'm getting. You know, I can definitely taste that cedar, you know, from the room that it's been in. I'm getting a little bit of nut, a little bit of, you know, like almost a toastiness kind of a thing yeah. going on. And it's a, got this really nice, sweet, creamy finish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm trying to put words to that, but that's... Yep. Um, what are you What are you picking up? Yeah, I mean, I, I I think of the the balance between there's that creamy kind of side to it and the the spice of the cinnamons. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't want to say cloves, but there's some other spice in there that you know is is marrying really well. It's well. not pepper. We know it's not pepper. It's not with pepper. You. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's right. not white pepper. Right. No. no. Um, bring that. But it, but it's all that together, uh, you know, and it's just so well balanced. It it reminds me almost of if if you had some of the. Um, the butter from what's the name of the the Texas Roadhouse? You know, they've got mm-hmm. that cinnamon butter. You just throw that on top of something else. I can't quite place it just yet. Cinnamon but butter, it's, but it's in that mix where there's that creaminess of the butter yeah. and the mm-hmm. cinnamon mixed yeah. together. So, so you say creaminess of uh, the the butter and a little bit of sweetness. I get a little bit more of like a vanilla bean, uh, okay, almost mm-hmm. uh, because there is a little bit of a, a sweetness to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not it's not overly. Um, Overly sweet by any means, no. and it's not a no. sweet like a sugary sweet. Um, but there is, I, I it's get a natural a, sweetness. I, yeah, yeah I, I get a lot more of a of a dark, um, you know, a caramel, mm-hmm. you know, a creamy caramel uh, taste to it. Uh, that that cedar is prominent, mm-hmm. especially in the retro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, the retro, the re- and the retro. That's where I get more of that rich uh, espresso. Yeah, the, yeah, definitely. Coffee, espresso, definitely going on in the retro. Yeah, and I see a lot of people. You know, we talk about it's a you know very razor sharp uh, burn line. Um, you know, let's not forget it's a naturally handmade product. Mm-hmm. So as long as you know, even if it if it waves a little bit, if it corrects itself, you know, people are, are out there. I see a lot that they're very particular on yeah. burn lines. I mean. <laughs> Oh, let's get Derek serious. was very let, particular. Yeah. Derek let, was very particular. Let, let if it started cigar. to get off a little bit, he'd take out and, like, just kind of etch it so that it was exactly straight. He yeah, let, let the cigar work itself. Yeah. You know, but, uh, but yeah, no. So I'm excited to, for you guys to get into into the cigar deeper. Um, as it is, it's definitely going to change. So Yeah, this is fantastic. But uh, so I'm I'm excited for, for this one. So we're smoking the Atabay. There is a gentleman out there that is a huge fan. Uh, yes. of Atabase. And um he's out in uh in Florida uh on Instagram. He is Mango two K W. Mango two so, K W yeah, Mango two K W. So uh definitely go check him out. He's uh got a, I mean wide wide range of cigars. So that, I always love to see that and mm-hmm. uh you know I, I sometimes find something new that, that someone else is smoking in different regions. Uh, but Atabay jumps out quite a bit with him so sure. we appreciate all the support out there and uh and definitely go check him out and uh speaking of support cigar journal nominated the atabay yes yeah did. as the uh costa rican cigar of the year so that's that's the other thing atabays are rolled in costa rica okay there is no costa rican tobacco all that tobacco is imported by mm-hmm. by nelson uh from other parts of the of the world, mm-hmm. undisclosed, mm-hmm. and uh, it's and Canada, isn't it? Yes, it is. it's Canada. Oh, that fine Canadian, Canadian tobacco. tobacco. Yeah, North Carolina. We all know that's where it's from. <laughs> 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 Yummy. Uh huh. So, and I, I and am going. That is really exciting news. Now, I, when does that get announced? 
Uh, the, it's voting round comes up next. That starts right. the 23rd, so it's tw- correct? Starts the 23rd, mm-hmm. ends on the 30th. Mm-hmm. So those are the voting rounds. We'll let everybody uh, definitely, I mean, get out. You've been a big supporter of, uh, of voting, I guess I should say, because uh, you made a comment today. Yes, that yeah. yeah I everything you voted well, for Well, I like to think there. that I nominated Adabe, and they just pushed it right to the front. I don't doubt it. <laughs> so, because everything else I nominated made it on the list, you know? There you go. Saying. Everyone in this room is now dumber. May God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> yes, we all have our role I, to play. You know? I, I don't like doing this. I don't want to. I'm going to Ash because I don't want to pull a Dan. And just <laughs> explode because, everywhere. Because we're, we're moving so much. Yep. Yeah. My hand's move, but I, I am going. Let's it's see. Very, Let's see. It's very, it's it's very a, firm. It doesn't want to come on. No, oh, there it goes. You, you, see that you resistance. can feel it yeah. when yeah. you break it The table shook a little bit. You had to But I know it's going to happen. I know. I know it's going to happen, so I'm not doing it. Well, you know, um, it's it feels it feels weird talking about the cigars that we smoked this week because mm-hmm. nothing that we smoked this week is probably going to be as great as what we're smoking now. Yeah. But um, you know, one, uh, I, you know, for Father's Day, I did uh, get a really nice gift from uh, uh, Big Jim over at the Two Guys Smoke Shop in uh, Seabrook. He gave me a uh, La Flor Dominicana A that he had had wow. in his humidor for four years. Okay. Wow. And Man, I have good. not been able to find, no. I didn't spend my life on this, but I didn't find any specs on this thing. It was eight and a half or nine inches. It looked like a classic yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. I haven't even seen that on the shelf. What, wow. what a fantastic yeah. cigar that was. It, it was this, this marbled brown wrapper that just, you know, screamed LFD all over it. Very tightly rolled, a little bit of veins. Um, you know, I'd smell it. You'd smell this kind of coffee spice coming off the foot. The dry draw was uh, leather and a little bit musty, some mild spice there. You could really tell that it had been aged. And uh, I lit it up, medium-bodied awesomeness. It was just leather, spice, a kind of a subdued sweetness to it. And the more you smoked it, the, the further in you got, the stronger it got. Yeah. It just was, it almost was, it was almost mild at the beginning probably because of the, the age. But the further I got in that cigar, the stronger and stronger it went. The burn was just like this, perfect, yeah. all the way through. Eight and a half, nine inches long, never had to retouch it, never had to relight it. It just burned straight down. And then, you know, cedar, dried fruit started to come out of the bottom, and the, the retro was amazing, hmm. very mellow for them. There wasn't any of that, you know, normally when really? I do an LFD, there's all this black pepper yeah, going on. Yeah, on the retro, yeah. That really wasn't there. <laughs> aged it um, out. It really aged it out, but it was, what a fantastic smoke that was. Gosh, I, I haven't smoked that in such a long time, mm. I, and part of it is I, I just haven't, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen them long. either. That was the first one I'd seen. But it was, yeah, gargantuan. Gargantuan cigar. I showed it to my wife, and her eyes got wide. She was like, wow, that's big. Finally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did she have one of those <laughs> moments? Yeah. No. I, I did no. put it. You know, uh, it, we have a little uh, uh, angel sculpture in our garden, mm-hmm. and I had it, so it lo- looked like it was <laughs> it holding it. Huge, you know, yeah. like it had given birth to this great yeah. thing that uh, God had given it. That's a hand cannon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's awesome. You can find that picture yeah. on my Instagram page, Sacred nice. Smokes. Yep. Aaron, what'd you get into? Uh, I actually I went with the. Kalanok 25. The so Kalanok 25. Yeah, I've heard a lot of people talking about the 50. I decided to start with the 25. It's their Ease your way into it. Yeah. Cured with peat. Um, 
you know, I think that not was the person. Pete, yeah, Pete, Pete Scotch. Pete. No, Pete. Pete, Pete yeah, Pete. Pete Moss. Pete, Pete Moss. Moss. Yeah. Pete Moss. Yeah, yeah really, Pete <laughs> Moss. Um, <laughs> so a lot of people talk about the 50, you know, that's, I think, 50%, where the other, the 25 is 25%. Pete cured. Uh, the rest is Garoho, mm-hmm. I believe. Um, you know, I started it out, and really on the, the, the finish is where you really taste the peat. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's where you're like, oh, I feel like I've had a scotch. You know, nothing that's, you know, not a really peaty scotch, smoky spot, scotch, but uh, something on the milder side. Uh, I got halfway through the smoke, and, you know, it's got a real mouth bite to it. You mm-hmm. know, it, it, you almost, I thought it was pepper at first, but I think it's just from the peat. Really, you know, sharp on the tongue. It was enjoyable, but not to the point where I was like, I, I wanted to stop the cigar because I didn't want to ruin it because I enjoyed it up to that point. But I knew if I kept going, I was going to hate it for the rest of my life because it, it has such a bite to it. Right. So I want to go back to that again with something sweet, maybe like a sweet tea. To soften it. Yeah. yeah. To, well, yeah. just that contrast because it's like you're getting that bite constantly and it's just like mm-hmm. assaulting right. your tongue. It's like drinking scotch for an hour straight, which might be fun, but you're not getting <laughs> the fun right. out of it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the same fun. It's just getting that bite on your tongue. Oh, my so, goodness. You know, yeah, I, it is a unique tasting cigar. It is. I have never tasted anything else like it. Um, the peat worked well with everything else. You know, it's yeah. it's great on the pl- as a you know flavor profile. It, mm-hmm. it worked really well, um, but it is that bite. Mm-hmm. So I'm not I'm not saying don't try it, but I'm saying have something sweet oh, with I, it yeah. alongside yeah. just to to balance that out to give your taste buds a rest. And it's definitely good right. to have something to drink. That, you know whether it's with alcoholic it, yeah. or not, yeah. to to go with it and balance it yeah. out. And usually, like when I, I'm trying a cigar for the first time, I try not to drink anything that would you yeah, know, affect water the, only, yeah, exactly. just so it doesn't water. affect the flavor, and I get a you know a nice clean taste. Yeah, yeah I mean, scotches in general are. I mean, they'll have a little little bite when you mm-hmm. get into more of that peaty scotch. That's mm-hmm. a whole different level as yeah. well. So with the, with the cigar, it's nice to soften something. But I, I thought the the combination of the two brilliant. Mm-hmm. What oh, about you? What did you? Idea. What did you smoke this? So week? I, I stayed within the. Uh, you know, we smoked the Bandolero <laughs> last week. Yeah. Uh, and yep. again, I stayed with uh, some of Nelson's selected tobacco products. Okay. Um, and I smoked the uh, the the Byron Londonese. Mm. Uh, also, another cigar aged for five years. Five. Um, just years. Uh, just a brilliant brilliant smoke. You have the undisclosed uh, mm-hmm. tobacco. Then he puts a little bit of Peruvian and um, the the. Um, the the line also uses sometimes a little bit of Nicaraguan. This one uses a little bit of Dominican, okay. uh, so it softens softens it, but it still has a little more body than the Atabe, more of a medium plus. Uh, j- unbelievable mm. smoke. Um, I hadn't uh, you know I'd try not to you know jump into these uh, expensive ones too often, but yeah, yeah. man, was that was that good. Um, you know, you get a, a lot of spice, but, uh, you know, again, a lot of uh, espresso mm-hmm. um, notes to it. It's just uh, it's a, a phenomenal cigar. Yeah. Yeah. And you know something, you know, I, the fir- when these first came out, I jumped at, at these and I got, got myself and a friend of mine, one of the uh, Divinos. And, you know, I'm more of a, um, I'm a faster smoker mm-hmm. and I'm more of a full body guy. And I got it and I was you know, I smoked and I'm like, well, there's, there's like nothing here. Right. You know? And, you know, I kept hearing though, everybody was going back to these things and, and, you know, I went back and I had another, I, I, I think it was, I had this size. I went up to the uh, Brujo size and just sat and took my time with it and like paid attention right. to right. the cigar. And I got so much more out of it. 
that way. And just this is one of those cigars you really have to sit with. And, and this is not a, you know, do it while you're mowing the lawn no. or having a discussion with your kids or doing the dishes or something. You've got to be sitting down and enjoying yourself while you're well, having you, this you to, so to really think it, about yeah. it. Yeah, when you can concentrate on it because there's so much to appreciate. But it's going to get missed if you're... You know, attention is split in right. ten different. Now, and I'm, I'm glad you said that because again, it's it's one of those cigars that it, it it's a little deceiving mm-hmm. um, because it's not in your face, right? Power spice. It's very complex, mm-hmm. um, but not overly where you have to sit there and I'm I'm focused on my cigar. Right, right. That's all I can do. No, but just enjoy where the environment's right. Um, right. You know, it, you can't be smoking this, and you shouldn't really smoke any cigar outside on a windy day, overly hot because. It, it changes the cigar. Mm-hmm. A windy, windy day will oh, just yeah. burn oh, up that, you know, yep. and burn it so it will burn hotter, and, and you, you'll, you just won't have the same experience. Right. But, yeah, no, a- absolutely. If you sit down and enjoy this, you're going to have a different uh, It's like with a movie, complexity. you know? It's like if you have an intelligent movie with a lot of dialogue and you're, right. you're talking during it, you're going to miss the whole point. You're not going to enjoy it as much. Right. Mm. Or, if, you know, for my kids, when they want to watch TV or listen to music when they're doing their homework. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, doesn't, that doesn't work. Clearly. Can't do that. Quality education, right? No, yeah. Mm-hmm. And well, let me let me uh, let me tell you this week's Pastor Padron, thou shalt not. Oh, wait a second! And okay. I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. That's right. Okay. This week's Pastor Padron, thou shalt not, is this. I, I have seen this more times than I care to count. Some people will come in and they will buy Churchill-sized cigars, largest cigar they can get, and then. They take a pair of scissors or their cutter scissors. or their knife out of their pocket, <laughs> and they cut it in half. And they say, see, now I've got two cigars for the same money. It's fantastic. And then the second half of the cigar starts to fall apart. Wow. The first half is now half ruined because it's starting to fall. Don't cut your cigar in half thinking that you're going to get two cigars out of it. Now, I'm told, Aaron tells me, that there is, you know... There are people th- out there. There are people, people out there who will chop part of their cigar off to get to the sweet spot in it. And, you know, maybe that's... A, but they're not going back thinking they're getting two cigars. They're cutting no. their cigar thinking they're going to get to the sweet spot. And, frankly, this guy is a professional. You shouldn't try it at home. Okay? And he but, blended it himself. So and he, he blended it himself. So he knows right. where the sweet spot is. <laughs> if I cut this... Which begs the question, if this... Why would... If he has to cut it off to get the good stuff, why didn't he do that for us? I mean, why didn't he just make the cigar short? I don't know. But don't cut your cigar in half. They're not meant to be cut in half. The, the cap of the cigar at the top is what's holding the whole thing together. Right. And if you cut that off, the second half that you are supposedly saving for later is going to unroll, unravel, and be very, very unpleasant. Have you ever seen that, Oliver? Have you ever seen people I, I've do seen, that? I've seen people cut it, um, and it's, you know... It, it, to each their own. I, li- I like to pick the size um, that I can uh, allot time to mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to rushing through it. But I can see the sweet spot, you know, maybe cut off a, a little portion of it. But first, you definitely first, don't have two cigars. The, no. That top half will unravel. It's just not the same. Yeah. So And they're, they're going to be two different cigars right. because of the way it's rolled. You're right. gonna hit the front half is going to be different than the back. Right. right. And that's all part of the blending process. Yeah. Right. They want, you know, they manufacturers want that cigar to, to change and yeah i i, I don't do it yeah. but again teach their own all right <laughs> this is a judgment-free zone yeah. 
But yeah, don't completely. Do it. No, listen. Before we go to break, final uh, not final <laughs> thoughts, but any any thoughts? How's the um, you know changing uh, for you? Mine's getting a little more. I'm getting a little more cedar uh, yeah. notes now. Definitely uh, getting more before. cedar. Uh, the, the, not that the creaminess has completely gone away from me, but um, it it's taking a dissipated a little. Yeah, a little mm-hmm. bit. Uh, so a little more that that cedar. Uh, I, I'm getting a little more spice, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. and this is where the body for me changes. Mm-hmm. So I, I have a hard time when you know people say it's mild because it, I can taste it on the back. Uh, a little more, a little more spice to it. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm getting almost a little bit of a of a, you know, it, it's gone from sweet to now. There's this little sour note to it. Along with, and not an unpleasant sour, you know, almost like a sweet and sour kind like of a sour patch kid. Yeah, and um, well, I'm not going the whole, right. you know, Mr. Jonathan, no it's can- candy thing. No, okay? no, no. Just we talked about this sour, just a little bit of sour, and right. it's and it's it, it goes it it pairs well with that cedar that's going yeah. along mm-hmm. there. Very well, and um, and that you know, so the sweet is gone. Now I'm getting a little sour note to it. Mm. Okay. All right. I see. It is time for a break, people. Can you believe it already? It's time for a break. Thank God. Coming up after the break, we're going to announce the Ash Hole of the Week, and we're going to have continuing thoughts on the Atabe Brujos by Selected Tobacco. Hang in there. We'll be right back. In a time where humidors are overflowing, retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. The Sereno Royale Maduro XX, named number one cigar of 2016 by the Ashholes Radio Podcast, is a creation of elegance and sophistication. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, the Sereno Royale Maduro XX comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez. Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Serino. To create this masterpiece, a blend of filler tobaccos from the fertile soils of Esteli and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a dark and luxurious Ecuadorian Habano Oscuro wrapper grown from the famed Habano 2000 seed to bring you an endlessly complex and full-bodied experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allow the blend to marry, creating unmistakable notes of rich cocoa, leather, and coffee that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating the next draw. Visit SerenoCigars.com for a list of retailers, and you can always find Sereno Cigars available at TwoGuysCigars.com. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected, one I never saw before, something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift, a gift of a brand of cigars. So what should you expect from a Garofalo cigar? Rich layers of complex flavors, but offered in a mild to medium body profile. A blend comprised of fine Cuban seed Nicaraguan tobaccos, including a triple fermented five-year aged Connecticut shade wrapper. I'm honored to have Garofalo, my name, surrounding such a wonderful cigar. I would be honored if you would give a Garofalo cigar a try. Garofalo Cigars, an honor. Cigar smokers, how about if we go over a few cigar store sounds? Can you guess what this is? Think you got it? Okay. Do you know what this is? Now for the cigar. What do you think of this cigar? 
I'm lighting up a Lagiana Havana cigar. The Lagiana Havana natural cigars are, oh yeah, so smooth. And oh yeah, the Maduro version is a bit beefed up. But oh yeah, they're delicious too. When asked what my favorite cigar is, I always say it's Lagiana Havana. Oh yeah. In a world where the success of a cigar brand is recognized by its flavor, comes two that go head to head. One man smoking two cigars at the same time. Two rappers united in name, but separated by taste. One cigar known as the natural. The natural is no lightweight. It boasts full flavor and taste. The United Cigar Natural. Now comes the Maduro. Darker and even more bolder. With in-your-face flavor. United Cigar. Nothing could prepare you for what awaits you in the box. Both box pressed. Both 65 million years in the making. Uh, that may be wrong. Well, I'm going with it anyway. Action, adventure, and bromance. That's right. Bromance. United Cigar. Available in natural or Maduro. Available only at appointed United Cigar retailer shops nationwide. Rated D for delicious. Under 18, not admitted even with a parent. United Cigars. You don't have to choose. Smoke them both. In 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year, then and only then into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humitubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. And welcome back to the Ash Holes. You can find us on Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean. And be sure to follow us on Twitter, at the Ash Holes. And on Instagram, at Ash Holes Radio. We are smoking the Atabay Brujos by Selected Tobacco. And this is just an incredible, incredible cigar. Gorgeous, smooth, complex. It's been changing all throughout this thing. Where are you at with it right now, Oliver? Oh, my. Uh, (laughs) I am about halfway through, um, it, halfway through um, the you know that 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 rich uh, espresso is there. Mm-hmm. The um, the the cedar is is still prominent uh, for me, but uh, it's just incredible. Like, it just it, it, it's such a long finish. It's so different. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's so unique that uh, it, not that it affects other cigars that I smoke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But once I smoke this, I always <laughs> want to go back to it. Like I yeah. smoke something else. I look at my humidor. I'm like, oh, what should I smoke? I'm like, oh, going back to the Atabay. It's, just, it's, so, it's so amazing. You know, for that reason, that's, that's why I don't 
smoke these all the time. Right. I smoke mm-hmm. them regularly, but not all the time because it does kind of ruin every other cigar for <laughs> you. Not every, well, most of the cigars. <laughs> right. <laughs> you go back so to a five-minute smoke. And it, like, we were talking right. about this before the show. There's, there, you know, there are a couple guys out there that um, you know I'll, I'll communicate with uh, on social media, and the Atabay, the Byron, these are cigars that they, they put in their humidor. They'll open their humidor once a week, and they're looking at it. And they, they take pictures of the, the cigars unlit or the Byron still in the tube, and they're mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm waiting for that special occasion. I'm, I'm waiting for this. What are you waiting for? Yeah. yeah. I, and I, to, I told one guy today, he said, look, if you wake up in the morning and the sun is shining, you know, God bless you. you you're, you're given another day. Celebrate it it's a and good smoke day for it. A Byron. Yeah, because right. guess what? If you're dead tomorrow – Someone else is smoking that out of it. That's right. <laughs> Might and as they're well. not going to wait. No, they're, yeah, they're not waiting. They're like, he would want me to smoke this, and they're yeah. going to smoke it right away. So, yeah. yeah, absolutely enjoy it. Don't wait for that special yeah. occasion. Um, you know, again, budget-wise, it may not be for you every day. Right. But if you buy it and it's in your humidor, then you, you put it in your budget so that you could smoke something mm-hmm. like that. Exactly. Buy two so you can save what, so it's there for that special occasion. But then... Mm-hmm. Buy, you know, smoke that other one that's sitting there. Yeah, Enjoy gonna, it. I was going to say, you know, I'm a budget person, so I, I stick to my numbers. And if I want a, you know, a Byron or Atabay, I just smoke some cheaper cigars earlier in the month or right. earlier in the week, whatever, and just make up that difference. Right. So you're mm-hmm. still on your budget, and mm-hmm. you get to enjoy the great cigar. Yeah, absolutely. And these things have already been aged. Right. You yeah, know, you don't need aging. You know, there are some cigars out there where, you know, you get them and people swear – you know, if you know, you sit on these for three years, and then it's fantastic. This has already been done. Right. Bay is doing it right. They've done the aging for you so that when you get it, it is already perfect. You don't have to sit mm-hmm. on these things. They're not going to get any better. They oh, are like just Opus totally X. awesome right now. <laughs> right. Yeah, the Opus. People like, say that to me all the time about that cigar. Like, oh. Oh. You spent 20 bucks on a cigar you have to sit on for three years before you can enjoy it? Buy an Atabay. Enjoy it now. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. Work's been done for you. Mm-hmm. You can also enjoy it. But so, yeah, You know, something else I've noticed is we, we've been smoking this. I mean, the amount of smoke that has yes. passed in front of me <laughs> yeah. is just amazing. This is an incredibly smoky cigar. Look, look at, you know, everyone's burned. Mm-hmm. We haven't, there's no touch-up. Uh, it's burning razor yep. sharp. You know, that fine line, the ashes is phenomenal. Yep. And it's not burning hot. Uh, it is a long, long finish yeah. on it. It's just, uh, it just it overtakes all the sensories. Yeah, and this is a solid medium cigar for me. This is not mm-hmm. a light. This is not a light smoke. The wrapper no. can be, you know, like you were saying, is very deceptive. Yeah. This is not a, this is not a, a, a light little thing. No, no. But even again, when you're when you're smoking it, it's not blasting the palate. Right, right. So it, it, but that's that. Sometimes that's what a lot of people think right. should be a full-bodied cigar. Mm-hmm. There's and that's, tons that's of not flavor, but it is not all smacking you in the face. Right. You have to kind of, you know, you, you see it, you feel it. And you have to kind of sit to kind of uh, figure it out, figure out what's going on there. Why do you shamelessly waste my time like this? Well, you just go on and on sometimes. Okay. I just have to tell you. All right. Because <laughs> we're assholes. All right. So, so I guess that's a, good, that's a good segue to the Asshole of the Week, right? Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? The Asshole of the Week is Kirk Jones, who earlier this week unfortunately died. Oof. Um, what? He went. He's one of these guys. He, he's a salesman, right? And I guess he was a little down on his luck. And back in 2003, he jumped off Niagara Falls. 
and survived. He survived. And he rocketed to fame and became this great salesperson because of his fame. He's the guy who survived. So now it's 2017, and he decided, I think my career needs this again. I need that boost. But this time I'm going to go over in a ball, so something to protect myself. Unfortunately, that did not work for him. <laughs> Whoops. And he went over the falls and died. Oh. And uh, apparently uh, the police say, you know, he was attempting to do this again. And it didn't work. Again, this is one of these things, these illegal things to do, like jumping off Niagara Falls. Um, there are better ways to get people's attention. There are, if that is your track to fame... Jumping off Niagara Falls, jumping off the Empire State Building, jumping you know off some kind of bridge in front of a train—that's mm-hmm. just ashfulish. Well, and you know, the first time I read up a little bit on this, yeah, uh, the first time he, his family said he was a daredevil mm-hmm. and he was doing it as a stunt. He said that he was attempting suicide. So, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just there's, there's not a lot. <laughs> it's he's clearly not. You know, all there. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yep. You know, choosing to jump off Niagara Falls to commit suicide. Now, this time, it, it, obviously, he wasn't trying to commit suicide because he went in this protective ball. However, he somehow came out of the ball <laughs> on the way down. The ball was found further downstream than he was, uh, which is all very unfortunate. But, you know, uh, these signs, these laws right. are up there for a reason. Uh, don't do not do that. I mean, in the first time, he... He said that, you know, he broke his ribs. He was really beat up. So it's not like it's a pleasant experience where you just, oh, yeah, I'm yeah. okay. It's like, no, you're dropping, out of the hospital. Yeah, dropping 180 best. feet, no. you know, is, is not fun. Half drowning. Okay. I'd like to know how that started. Like, who said that they want to go over Niagara Falls? Well, I'm sure as soon as they saw a crowd, everybody gathering just to be at the falls, there's going to be some guy going, I'm going to jump. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to get the attention. Now, I don't need it. Now, you know, we, we talk a lot about the, the uh, you know, the ash hole. We've, we've been highlighting a lot of the stupid that people do. We've talked about, you know, people dying from taking selfies. We've talked about this. Talked Wait, about, did she die from the selfie? Uh, no, she lived. She lived. She lived. She lived, right. And um, uh, we've, talked about, we've talk, <laughs> you know, talked about the, the father who was doing, you know, wrestling moves with his two-year-old oh, kid. Oh, that was bad. All right. Uh, we want to start maybe a new thing where we highlight some good stuff. We want to talk about Ash Heroes. Ash Heroes. Ash Heroes of the week. And to kind of counter this, because this, we don't want to just be focused on the stupid. Sounds like a sushi hand roll, doesn't it? <laughs> I would like the Ash Hero. The Ash Hero. The Ash Hero. One Ash Hero. The Ash Hero of the week is R- Roy Larner. And the Lion of London The Bridge. Lion of London. And uh, he was in the Black and Blue restaurant in uh, Borough Market Saturday, this past Saturday, when attackers who were terrorists came in and stormed the restaurant with knives. And as they shouted, this is for Allah, the 47-year-old decided he would shout back and he screamed, F you, I'm Millwall. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever the heck that is. Which is a soccer team. Oh, soccer team. team. And all the, the attackers went and attacked him and actually gave everyone in the restaurant time to get out to safety. He was stabbed by these guys. How eight many times? times? Eight times. Eight, eight times. times. He was eight. fighting for a while, I guess. And yeah. fighting yeah, for a well. while. And he's going to live and everything. And just he's being held up as a big hero for saving uh, all of those people, giving them time wow. to get out. And. Uh, 
Roy, you have a big thumbs up. You know, I, I like this guy because he's he's a real anti-hero. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like he's not just your clean-cut guy. He is he's an <laughs> asshole. <laughs> he, you know, I saw a quote from his mother saying he's always getting into this kind of fights and stuff like that. And you know, he's unemployed. He's living on friends' couches mm-hmm. and stuff like that. You know, he's looking for work now. Uh, but he's just—he's the kind of guy that I'm sure has been in a lot of fights in that bar. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's probably not who somebody would peg as somebody that would put them—you know—put themselves in harm's way. More likely, will harm my face if I cross him. Right. <laughs> but he stepped up when he needed to, and so he's—he's he's just you know—he's an antihero, and I love—I love a good antihero. Love yes, I love that he stepped up too. Yeah, that's you know, awesome. I mean. Just save it, it is. It's the it's the time saving lives, and there maybe had a couple pints in him. Oh, he did. Yeah. I, ho- I would hope so. Yeah. yeah, and that's why he didn't know he was stabbed. Too <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. much later, I think. Well, that would do All it. Right. Now, normally at this point in the show, we would uh, have our Miles with Styles segment, mm. and uh, we don't this week, and uh, that is because uh, last week mm. uh, during her run, you know, she was she told us that she was in uh, uh, New Zealand. Uh, making, you know, in the middle of this competition, and she was in first place. And after she did her fourth run, which she scored a 9.9 on. On this, on on this last the run. The last run, she scored a 9.9, her best score, the best score of the competitions, and it guaranteed her first place. As she's Boom. coming to the end of her thing, there is a surfer, one of the, the, uh, another one of the contestants, down there in the water where they should not have been. And she had to swerve out of her way to avoid <laughs> hitting and killing this person. So there's an honorary Ash you know, Week right, right there. And she ended up uh, going into a coral reef. And her board hit it first. This is what the, I've, I've gathered from the doctors and stuff like The board hit it first, and the board splintered and went back on her. She went down after the board and went into the reef herself. Brutal. Cuts on her head, her hand, uh, her knee, her leg. She dislocated her, yeah, and, and her wrist. And not just cuts. Oh. Not just cuts. Stitches. I mean, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. She had, uh, uh, you know, stitches on her head, 50, I think, in her hand. Oof. Um, and then her knee and her foot. And she was completely covered in a, you know, body glove. You know, she was, mm-hmm. th- it's, it's winter down there. So she was fully, you know, in the, in the body suit. And it, that was just shredded. Uh, and um, and and got a concussion, wow. and so she she actually did not come up. They had to go get her, and um, um, you know she's she's fine. She's going to make a full recovery. It's, she's going to be you know four or five weeks before she can surf, and then five to seven I think before she can compete. But uh, I told her to take the week off, and. She deserves it. She you, deserves you it. You told her to take the week I off. Said, that I said, I'm not expecting. Nice I am not expecting one of those styles. Well, she she's probably really, like, I'm taking know, the week off. I would not be surprised if she had it has d- decided to do it because she's that kind of person. You know, when she when she came out of it, when she came out of it in the hospital, there were two questions I'm told that came from her mouth. One, did I win? Yes. <laughs> and two, will I still be able to visit the ash holes next month? That was her second question. So, Michelle, that is awesome. That was fantastic. Let's, let's talk about so so honorary ash hole of the week was the the girl in the water. 
Yes. Well, yes. Kind of that was an, an you, honorable mention for Atchel yeah, of the Week. Can you mention the Ash Hero in the, that situation? Yes. yes. The, one of the other contestants who was uh, at, at the time in third place in the competition and a friend of Michelle's uh, uh, ran once she saw people running and the, they're getting Michelle out of the water. She went and found the surfer who had been in the way and decked her in the face. Oh, <laughs> that's fantastic. <laughs> and was disqualified for unsportsmanlike oh, conduct that, and lost her third another place. Anti-hero. Yeah, another it. anti-hero. Another anti-hero. Yep. Man. Uh, I think her name is Roxy. Roxy, if you're listening, Roxy. you're an honorary <laughs> Ash Hero of the Week. Congratulations. Right. Wow. A job well done. Fantastic. <laughs> that that's rough. I mean, Coral, you, you can't mess around. That'll no, cut no. Right through I, you. I'm I'm told the, the doctor said that if the board had not hit first and taken the brunt of it, she probably would have died mm. with the force of the wave pushing her against that. You know, and it, it's it's interesting to me that you know one of her sponsors, the board she was using, was Jesus Board. You know, and she she was saved by, <laughs> by <laughs> Jesus. Jesus, saved by Jesus. So this is and this is ignorance. Yes. If you are a surfer. Mm-hmm. And there is now blood in the water. Do they cancel the rest of the competition? I doubt it. Uh, no, it gets diluted it. so. Quick. They had I actually, mean. they had actually outfitted her board, and I assume uh, the other surfers too, with anti, with shark repellent devices. Oh, you were talking about this. talking about this on there. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, there's lots of sharks out there. Yeah. Apparently, around this, re- and be- they love the cold. Hmm. So yeah, they they love cold water, and they, they love, love the smell water. of blood. From what I understand. Yes. From what I learned on Shark Week, <laughs> they like blood so, in the water. Shark Week always comes through. Wow. Well, hey, Michelle is, is planning here's on to a, a quick um, recovery. Yep. Michelle's planning on a Miles with Styles update for next week. Uh, so pray for Michelle. She's going to do fine. But um, she says hello. She's listening to the show right now. And uh, I'm not watching any of her comments. She's probably corrected me on a bunch of things. <laughs> but I don't really care. Well, those, those might be good to know. <clears throat> Okay. She might say, well, it wasn't really 48 stitches. It was like a little scratch. No, I, did put I don't a think it's anything like that. I put a Band-Aid yep. on it mm-hmm. and some Neosporin. Uh, she good. says that after it was delayed, not canceled. The, the, oh, to delayed. answer your question. Ah, see? Yeah. Yep. See, so I was right about so something. He was, you were right about something. All right. So um, final thoughts on this Brujos. Final. I mean, this it makes Final. my top five. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's been in my top five for a while now. The Adabay line. The Adabay yeah. line, yep. yeah. Yeah, because I was going to say this. Size for me, the again, the Delirio's a little softer, mm-hmm. maybe not as much uh, cedar notes right. uh, to it. But final thoughts uh, is a big thumbs up for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, I absolutely love this cigar. It, uh, in fact, when I first started, I wasn't with United. Not that I was apprehensive, but I was mm-hmm. apprehensive. As they talk about a line. <laughs> okay. Right? Contradict you talk, yourself some more. Yeah. <laughs> but because I don't like to say I was apprehensive on a, on a cigar line, it should just be absolutely. I, you know, mm-hmm. I've, I've been in the cigar industry for a long time. Um, but with this cigar, it was a cigar that I wasn't familiar with. Right. A cigar that, that you're, you're demanding a consumer to pay more than $20, upwards of 30 for. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. I sat down, I smoked it, and it was like, oh, wait a second. Let yeah. me sit back and it's, <laughs> Maybe, yeah. hold on, this is, this is something different. Yeah. I, can, yeah. I can see where, um, where I personally mm-hmm. would spend this money for a cigar, why a cigar experience is now 
changed the definition of a cigar experience has changed for me by smoking the cigar mm. um and it it opened up my palate and, and kind of took it to a different level because mm-hmm. for a while there especially with social media i found myself smoking cigars just to smoke cigars right i was enjoying it but i was kind of going through them because i wanted to take the next picture i wanted to comment on the <laughs> next thing so I was smoking more than than I typically did, but I'm, I'm a you know three average three three cigars a day. With this cigar, that kind of changed everything. It's like wait a second, now there's more there's more depth mm-hmm. to to a cigar, and um, I, I was absolutely honored and still am honored and to be a part of this project. And and then meeting Nelson, mm-hmm. then that changed everything. He is such a down to earth man for as much as he has done and is doing. He is incredibly down to earth, very humble, and and just a, a a uh, beautiful soul. So I've only heard big really up. great things about yeah. Nelson. Great guy. And meeting Nelson. So big thumbs up for me. Okay. Big thumbs up for Pastor Padron, too. This is an absolutely fantastic cigar. And, again, it's it's one of these things that, you know, I'm so glad I went back and tried it again because, it, you know, um, and, and sometimes you need to do that. When you, you have a cigar, you may not be in the right place. Maybe, like you were saying, you had it outside in the wind. Right. Maybe you ate something that changed the taste of the cigar. Mm-hmm. But I am so glad I went back to this because it is just one of the most complex, smooth, well-balanced cigars I've ever smoked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Very, very excellent. Definitely Aaron? one of my top Yep, picks. I mean, like I said, I'm right there with you. Uh, yep. It's it's worth the money to me every day. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, again, I don't smoke it all the time. Uh, I feel like that would, it would. I can't Lose afford to smoke it all the time. Yeah, like, yeah. To if be I, honest. I, I feel like even if, <laughs> even if I had an abundance of cash to just throw at cigars all the time, uh, I don't know if I would smoke it all the time just mm-hmm. because I want it to be special to me. I want mm-hmm. it to be, you know, not special occasion, but I want it, the cigar itself to be special where it's not becomes this is what all cigars should be. Mm-hmm. I want to go back and forth with, you know, worse cigars yeah. <laughs> right. and so I can really appreciate it every time. Yeah. Well, you know, I, it's, like, I, it's like gourmet food. Like yeah. You're eating gourmet all the time. Everything else tastes like garbage after that, right? So, you know. Yeah. <laughs> moderation <laughs> moderation uh, s- speaking of moderation um on the ash holes we're giving that up we are moving on up people we are going to be seeing oh, some major changes around here in the next few weeks uh and i have been clear to say that uh in the next little bit maybe the next week or so uh we're going That's to be soon, huh? uh all of our episodes are going to be available on iHeartRadio. That is a huge. Mm-hmm. That is a huge big thing, and that Thank is you. that is in the works right now. They're just making sure that we don't do anything like use uh, copyrighted material. We're all off the script. There, there is no copyright on this show, you know, so <laughs> we don't have to worry about that. So we, so um, they're in the middle of a. Uh, of uh, screening our stuff, but you will be able to find us on iHeart. I listen. I have iHeart on my phone. I listen to it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to be a part of that. That's a big. That's a big step. Yep. Yep. That's that says a lot. My, of, that says a lot about you. TV at home too. It says a lot about you because you have not missed a I have show. Not missed a show. So I, on the other hand, have missed uh, probably ninety percent of yes. the shows. So somebody Aaron, out there is listening to a lot of you. And Aaron has been here for most, just not right where he is. <laughs> Just yes. on the other side. He's been on the other side over there. Welcome edition. Uh, Abs- yes, very absolutely. welcome edition. And we're also going to be seeing some big changes coming to the studio. Uh, you're going to see a lot of upgrades and everything coming in the next few weeks. Literally turning into a studio. This is going to be awesome. 
I'm not going to say more than that, but you're going to see some big changes in the next, not next week or the week after, but take maybe a month from now. Get a cigar This is cam, going to be so a right completely different level yeah. of show, except for us. We'll be Yeah, insane. then we'll bring it down. Yeah, we'll bring it back down. We, we will ruin it somehow. Yeah. <laughs> we'll re- yes. But um, there we go. No, that's, so, that's exciting news. Yeah, it's very good. It's so very good I us. will, um, you know, unfortunately... You know, we'll, we'll talk about the, the cigar we're getting into next week. Mm-hmm. I will not be here for, for the cigar. I'm very sad um, to hear that. I, I love this cigar, but I will be at Iron Horse Cigars in, uh, in New York, and uh, we're doing an event there That's with great. Bandolero. That's great, so though. I'm excited for that. Yeah, so away. And then the following week, uh, you'll have Michelle on the show. Yep. I yep, will be, should be. I will on the be fifth, wheels up Michelle to, should uh, be here. Yeah, I'll be wheels up to Las Vegas mm-hmm. uh, for an early arrival for the IPCPR show. That is fantastic. And then I'll be gone the following week. So I'm, we'll I'm be gone, gone the for following a good month. week. Yep, yep. Uh, so next week. Ratings through the roof. Next week, gone. we are going to smoke <laughs> the uh, La Galera 1936 box pressed pilon. Mm. And that is a wonderful mm-hmm. uh, cigar. Um, it's going to be a little bit of a downer after this, but it's still a great stick. No, that's, uh, yeah, yeah, and that's a unique, uh, unique cigar. No great. one will be disappointed right. with it. You know, yeah, yeah. No, I'll, I'll be adjusted by then. Yeah. <laughs> I love that cigar. It's do, fantastic. He'll do something else. I'm That's looking good. forward to it. All right. Well, it is time to wrap up. You have been listening to the Ashholes Unfiltered Cigar Radio, broadcasting from the Serena Royale Studios, where we turn every Wednesday into Ash Wednesday. You can download this and any episodes you may have missed on Facebook, YouTube, iTunes, and Podbean, and be sure to follow us on Twitter at the Ashholes and on Instagram at Ashholes Radio. We'll see you next week. Take care. <laughs>